Disclaimer. I do not own Naruto. I own nothing. I'm the definition of a starving artist right now, with none of the talent that could actually wind up making me some money. That's why I fight, because maybe if I impress a sparring partner with my hand-to-hand awesomenicity, they'll treat me to a sandwich or something. Not really, but at this point, I'm broke as fuck. Enjoy the chapter. Chapter 13. 44 ways to kill you with a pimento. The week of Team 10's sensei's prescribed downtime had come to an end, and before long, they were right back to work. All as all the three as all three of the young Genin class shinobi had incentive for wanting to get stronger, you know, for wanting to provide more than mere support role to the team, Shikamaru, so he could find himself capable of going through with his own plans instead of having to use his teammates as living chess pieces, as well as bettering his strategies that his father showed him, he was still somewhat lacking in. And last but not least, Naruto, who believed he, that he wasn't strong enough to still be accepting of his role as the team's direct conflict fighter, overall and overall self-professed guardian of sorts. But with him, things were coming along smoothly, especially after the little boon bestowed upon him by Asuma during their week of downtime. Flashback, three weeks ago, four days into Teen Tense Break, Naruto sat cross-legged on the ground in front of Asuma under the shade of a, the single tree in their team's training ground clearing against a rock. The man himself was leaning against the tree trunk with a very satisfied smile on his face. It's a really good thing for you that I'm your sensei. I think I'm the only other wind user in Konoha other than you now. Arto nodded and stayed silent for the time being. He was aware of the elements at the very least. Like, for instance, he knew Sasuke shot big-ass fireballs at his leisure, Something Naruto actually wished he could do. Why couldn't he have been fire nature? That seems so much cooler than wind. I mean, who didn't like fireballs and explosions? And when he set the explosion, he would turn around and walk away. Because after all, everybody knew that cool guys didn't look at explosions. He tried practicing his not-looking explosion cool guy gestures when he first joined, but Osmo didn't want him using explosive tags like that. And he didn't want him turning the training ground into a cratered mess. Asuma gave Naruto a deadpan look as he could see Naruto had stopped paying attention and had a glazed look on his face with a content smirk. You were thinking of the cool guys don't look at explosions thing again, weren't you, Asuma said. Getting Naruto to snap back out of his trade dream. It's all over your face. And now you have that look of, why didn't I get fire or something so I can make explosions like Sasuke? Naruto chuckled sheepishly and rubbed the back of his neck. No? So come on. Tell me what's so great about wind, and what can I do with it? Asuma aside, having to defend his best element to this kid wasn't how he anticipated his training to go. Alright, wind, in my opinion, is the best element for you out of all of them. Fire is too wild for someone like you. Lightning is too precise. Water is too loose and flowing, and earth is too straightforward and set. With wind, it's the best... It's best way that you fight close to mid-range how naruto asked him skeptically won't wind just blow stuff away from me that's cool and all i guess but it won't really beat anyone i need clothes for my taijutsu to work in everything asuma shook his head that's a misconception while a lot of ninjutsu wind ninjutsu blow things around there are more of them suited towards cutting things he pointed to a nearby tree and pulled out one of his trench legs you see that tree naruto nodded and asuma threw it 
As the weapon stuck itself in the tree, Naruto waited for something to happen, but it never did. That's it, he said, turning back to Asuma. If I knew how to throw that thing, I could have done that. Asuma pulled out his other trench knife. Fair enough. Okay, you see this one? Naruto nodded again, but with less enthusiasm this time. Move. Naruto raised an eyebrow, got up, and moved towards Asuma, who threw the trench knife against the rock that Naruto had been standing by. The weapon split right through the stone, kicking up dust from the destroyed stone. Naruto pulled his goggles down over his eyes and pulled his headband in the style of a bandana over his mouth and nose until the dust cleared. That's awesome. Teach me how to do that. Can't yet, Asuma said. Learning how to manipulate the wind chakra you have takes work. You can't even generate your chakra the way it's supposed to for that to even work. He told Naruto as he walked over and picked his trench knives up. So he couldn't learn how to cut through a rock like butter off the bat. Okay, he could deal with that for the moment. Walk before you run and all. So if I'm going to be doing that, Naruto said, pointing at the destroyed rock, then what am I going to be doing? Asuma turned his head up. Get a leaf. Naruto shrugged and ran up the trunk of a tree they were under to retrieve a leaf as instructed before jumping down. Now split it in half. Half. Asuma fought the urge to face Paul when Naruto alerted the leaf in two. Okay, that was my fault. I met with your chakra. Naruto tilted his head to the right. Okay, how do I do that? Another leaf fell to the ground nearby and Asuma picked it up, holding it up for Naruto to see. For you, take your chakra and mold it into a cutting form. Just will your chakra to cut through the leaf. Because you got the wind element, that's how it will work for you. He saw Naruto not. It won't be as easy as it sounds, but for you, you have your shadow clones. So I believe you'll be able to cut the time you'd normally need down by a large amount. All right, Naruto said before rubbing his hands together and forming the cross seal. Let's do this. Shadow clone? Hey, Asuma cut Naruto off from forming his clones with a frown on his face. What did I tell you five days ago? He asked Naruto in a voice that sounded almost like he was scolding. Nothing, Naruto replied. All you was told us to do all week long was take a, the week off and rest. Exactly, Asuma said with his arms crossed over his chest. That wasn't li limited to doing missions and training every size. I meant to give you that. I meant to give you that also meant to mean that you weren't supposed to train at all. What? Naruto couldn't believe that. I can't train at all. Yep, Asuma said. But for more than just making sure you get rest, when we start training again, I'm going to each give you solo tests to see where you've grown as individuals, since I already gave you your team tests before we took our C-Rank mission. He saw Naruto about the order he's given. I didn't say you can't do anything. I just said no physical training. Let your body rest a while. All you do is kill your body when you train. You're only human, kid. Naruto still didn't like it. Even if it was just for the rest of the week. What the hell am I supposed to do for the rest of the time? Then? I don't know. I can't tell you what to do for the rest of the time. The only man said before contributing a thought. Why not take up a book or something? He noticed Naruto glaring at him. What's wrong with that? Naruto kept his heated look at the Joni. You were trying to be funny now, weren't you? End of flashback. And for the last few weeks of the time, he and his teammate hadn't been working on their missions or going with exercises that Asuma had given them to improve as a team. Naruto had been doing his best to split a leaf when they were given time to train on their own things, which was what he'd been doing at the moment. Yep, him and about 30 clones, all with leaves in their hands. Naruto and all his replications were focusing hard on the leaves in their hands. 
One thing Naruto could say after a few weeks of on and off working on his elemental manipulation training was that it was a lot of standing around and concentrating, but if it would lead to him picking up a new move or two, he would do it. Not everything could be exciting and over-the-top awesome all the time. With a grunt exertion, Naruto stopped generating chakra and heaved out a few heavy breaths, looking down where he saw the rest of his team sitting about. Naruto narrowed his eyes and walked over, getting a small chuckle out of Asuma. That's another reason why I felt that your elemental training would go faster than most. Because the first thing of learning how to use your element takes a lot of chakra, something you have no short of as a child most of the time. He looked up at Naruto as he had his eyes on the shogi board, sitting between him and Shukamaru. Not this stupid game, Naruto thought to himself. Okay, so he was kind of biased since he couldn't really play it. He understood the rules, but Shogi just wasn't the game for him. It took too much patience, and he was too impulsive. Most of the time when he would play Asuma or Shikamaru, he'd walk right into their traps that they'd been setting up for 10 turns while he'd been going around the board trying to pick off officer pieces. He could be Eno more often than not, however. He had a habit of pulling some surprising gambits that actually worked against someone on his own level. What are you all doing? Kicking Asuma's ass, Shikamaru replied as dryly as ever. He moved another piece, putting a frown on Asuma's face. Your turn. Asuma scratched his beard as he looked over his pieces. How in the hell have I not beaten you once yet? Naruto stopped paying attention to them and looked over at Ino, who was laying on the ground as if she was sleeping. Great, yeah, I didn't know free training day to me meant chill out day. For everyone else, he said, as he walked over to Eno, crashed hand out from her, putting his hand in front of her face, getting no reaction. Eno, Eno, wake up. Eno is awake, right, Naruto? Asuma said, scowling over how Shikamaru was working him into a corner of, on the show you were. She's actually training right now. Naruto blinked before opening her mouth and understanding. Oh, her clan jutsu. Where'd she go? There's nothing around here. Just when she said that, a bird landed on him and pecked on his head three times. Oi, he almost managed to swat the bird, but it managed to fly away first. After a moment, the bird landed in the tree that marked the center of their training ground. Ino's body began to stir on the ground. You're so lucky you didn't hit me while I was in that bird. Naruto looked at her as she sat up rubbing her eyes. You get her birds with that move. Ino nodded. Well, it didn't know I was coming, so it's not the big of a deal. She knows Naruto had stopped training and popped up on her feet. Oh, there's something I want to try, Naruto. I need your help. Make a shadow clone. Naruto quickly did as she asked, and in a matter of seconds, there was a second Naruto standing right next to the original. So what's up? What's What do you need? Do you need the hand seal for mind-body switch? I want to see if I could take control of a clone, but you're the only person I know that makes tons of them the way that you do. You... Your shadow clone and most other shadow clones have consciousnesses. That's why they can't follow orders. I just want to see if this would work. Naruto nodded moved away from his clone. Mind-body switch. Naruto's clone head snapped back in an alert motion before slumping down while Ino's body fell to the ground. Even Asuma and Shikamaru stopped what they were doing to watch. Asuma was thankful Ino hadn't tried to take the real Naruto's body. But what would happen in a clone body? Eno, inside of the shadow clone, started looking at herself in Naruto's phone, flexing the fingers and testing the basic motor skills. Wow, Naruto's body's really rigid and stuff. Naruto gave her a dry look and continued to go through the motion of his clone's body. Well, what did you expect, Eno? You're a girl. You're way lighter than me and all that stuff. 
Yeah, 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 I know, she said before she, as she kept licking her hands. But I feel much how much stronger your body is than mine. It's kind of cool. I feel like I can lift anything right now. Osman chimed in, putting his game with Shikamaru on hold for a bit. I wouldn't do that, though. You know, Naruto's clones are pretty fragile. I'll put too much strain on one, and they'll pop. Then what will happen to your mind? She looked over at Asuma and blinked. Well, it depends on what happens to the clone. If I get punched or something, then I'll just go right back into my body. Only my body will take the damage from the punch. If I get stabbed or burned or whatever, then that will happen to my real body. That made the Naruto clone... That made Naruto pale slightly. His clones took obscene amounts of punishment from of the fatal variety. They were his buffers. And they knew... They were subtlety... How he knew what to avoid himself when he took directly fighting his enemies. In the Land of Waves, Sasuke must have killed 30 of them in a rather heinous fashion. Okay... I don't think you should try using my clones for your jutsu, you know. Get out of him now. You know, put her hands on her hips, which looked really weird in the body of one of Naruto clones. But he did as he asked and least her jutsu, allowing Naruto to spell the clone. What's the worst thing that could happen, you know, asked. Once she returned to her body and sat up and looked at Naruto. Naruto deadpanned at that. Do you pay attention what the things my clones do? They die harder than any real person does. The way you just talked about my clone getting set on fire... Like it's not a big deal proves my point. You know, blushes. She realized that everybody had been playing off the amount of damage that Naruto's clones take regularly. Everyone on the team had been responsible for killing more than their fair share since the squad's inception. Sorry, Naruto. It's okay. I'm just looking out for you. He reassured her before grinning at her. After all, I have to protect my long lost sister, don't I? He said in here, remembering his run in with Ina's dad. Damn it. That better not stick with him. You know, thought to herself. Although she could see that he was teasing her. She reacted angrily to it. It was definitely something he would have kept calling her just to mess with her. He was just being good natured when he said it. In the way he was at the moment. Still, he better not seeing her like that for real. Checkmate, Shikamaru said to Asuma before yawning. Asuma looked at the board from every angle he could as he tried to figure out an excuse of some sort. Maybe if I... Nope. Shikamaru said with finality, getting off what he's going to say. Yeah, but it's over, Asuma. Shikamaru said, pulling all the pieces away. Lose with some dignity, why don't you? Asuma finally sighed and conceded he was unable to beat Shikamaru Shogi. What was with that kid? He had an answer for everything. It taken him long to figure out that it hadn't taken him long to figure out that Shikamaru was a genius, but to put it into action as this young in age was something else entirely. Fine dismissed for the day he said in a defeated manner we'll be taking another mission tomorrow Asuma said as he slogged away in a dejected fashion Ina looked at Asuma slowly leaving the training ground and turned to Shikamaru I think you broke him Shikamaru picked up his shogi bird and smirked well it's only a matter of time I've beaten him like 37 times already he started walking away I'm gonna go see if Shoji's done for the day too and see if he wants to hang out for a bit Either of you want to go? No, sure. Why not? I was just going to go home. But all I was going to do was start to dip into my extra training. And I could do that anytime tonight. So for what I'm going to do. Naruto, sure. Naruto shook his head. Nope. Sorry, not this time. He dispelled his clones. Dropping to one knee because of the black flash. He quickly shook it off. 
due to not being that many. And turn to his teammates. I gotta figure out how to cut this stupid leaf. It's killing me. Okay, Ina said, unsure of Naruto's intention to keep training with something so hard to do after being dismissed for the day. If that's what you want, we'll see you tomorrow. Naruto smiled at both of them before disappearing in a puff of smoke. Shikamaru just shook his head. Show off. Is he still trying to look cool like on the first week? I thought he knew by now that guys like us aren't supposed to look cool when we do stuff. Ino shook her head, swinging her ponytail back and forth slightly as she fought. A little effort wouldn't kill you. Maybe you could pull it off if you tried. Naruto's starting to anyway. Nah, Shikamaru said, shooting down her comment. For what? It's not going to help me in the long run. Who cares if anybody thinks I'm cool? It's troublesome. Later. Kanahagaru, Kanahagakure Ninja Academy. Kanahamaru stood outside by a large bag of erasers. He clapped two together repeatedly, coughing every now and then. I'm sorry, Aruka sensei I said I was sorry, Aruka sensei That pepper extract fell into your mug by accident. Aruka stood nearby against the wall of the school, overseeing his work. And why did you even have it on you in the first place? He asked with a perturbed look on his face. It hadn't even been six months since his last prankster had left the academy. He'd be damned if he let another one start honing their skills on his watch. No way. Not again. Lunch? Konohamaru said desperately. That's a no-go, huh? Aruka nodded into the boy's side, continuing to clap the erasers and cough until a hand pulled the goggles on his forehead down on his face. Huh? You can at least see what you're doing without getting dust in your eyes. Konohamaru looked up and saw someone else with goggles over their eyes and a bandana over their nose and mouth and the village insignia of a metal plane. If I said this was half the reason I bought goggles in the first place, that would seem like it was about right. Right, Aruka-sensei? Aruka smirked. Well, how am I supposed to know what made you go out and buy those weird things one day, he said, as he walked over to the wall, walked over from the wall to, over to Konohamaru. Well, long time no see, Naruto. Naruto pulled the cloth down from his face and grinned widely, getting Konohamaru to point up at him suddenly. Whoa, boss, what's with the new look? It's not really new, Naruto said, pulling his goggles onto his forehead and tuckling the bandana around his neck. I just thought it would be more useful if I wore it this way. No way. It's not just that, Konohamaru said abruptly. I haven't seen you in forever. You got this new look and everything with the clones and all that. Just because you look strong doesn't mean anything. I'm still going to beat you really soon. You'll see, he raised his fists at Naruto aggressively. Naruto shook his head in amusement and turned to Aruka. Aruka-sensei, I was wondering if you could help me real quick. Aruka saw how serious Naruto's face was. He looked down at Konohamaru. All right, Konohamaru, you're done for today since this was your first defense. You can go home. There better not be a next time or else I'll have you clean every last eraser in the school. He threatened to the small boy who nodded fervently. Okay, he hurriedly dropped his erasers in his hands and ran towards the edge of the schoolyard before stopping. Hang out with me, school bot. Soon, boss. I got some people that want to meet you, he said before taking off, not really into the whole staying after school scene. Urka sighed as he watched his current student leave. It hasn't even been a year yet, and I can already tell he's going to be a handful. Not as much as you, but still, he turned to Naruto. So what do you need, Naruto? Do you have my jutsu down? Naruto grinned. Yup, I'm getting better with it. I can sense stuff like a hundred yards away. I can even read signs and other stuff too. And then it fell from his face. That's not why I'm here, Aruka-sensei. I was wondering if you know anything about elemental affinity. Aruka smiled as he heard what Naruto's practicing. That's a pretty advanced form of chakra control. You're saying you can water rock and all that. Naruto nodded in 
or we could let off an impressed sound. Well, this coming from the kid that couldn't focus long enough to balance a leaf on his head. Good for you. He pondered Naruto's question. Well, something like this isn't supposed to happen overnight. Naruto not. I know what I'm supposed to be thinking about when I try creating the wind chakra. My chakra is sharp and as thin as I can make it, like the edge of a blade. Ruka scratched the bridge of his nose as he thought of how to answer. Well, there isn't really an answer on how to get it down faster. It is what it is. All you can do is now is work until you get it. Liana sighed. Naruto placed his hands behind his head and squinted. Yeah, but there's so many people out there stronger than me, Ruka. I mean, just on the last big mission I had, it was a close call. If we were finding a different person... You know, Shikamaru might have died. By now, he was over it, way over it. It had happened. They actually all walked away from the fight in one piece. There was nothing more to dwell on. That still didn't mean he couldn't use it as a lesson. That was there, still going to be people stronger than him. Ruka placed his hand on top of Naruto's head. You're still a rookie, Naruto. You got all the time in the world to get better, and from the looks of it, you're improving quickly. Just take your time. There's no rush at all. I don't want to see you go overboard and bring yourself out. Naruto moved his hand for Uruka's hand from his head. All right, Uruka Sensei, you don't have to worry about me burning up. I can't stop until I become a Hokage, can I? Hearing that confidence had seemed lacking earlier, slipped back into Naruto's voice after his question time was done. Uruka smiled back at his former students. Of course you can't. Good luck. And remember, you can always come back to me and ask me anything. Naruto nodded and gave Uruka a two finger salute before making a ram seal and disappearing in a puff of smoke. You can already do that already. Whoa. The next day, Asuma and his team stood in the room where missions were accepted, and he noticed his team's eyes hardened as they were handed another C-ranked mission from the pile. Calm down, guys. This is a C-ranked, not an A-ranked like the backup mission we went on. Asuma took a scroll provided to them and led them outside and read the mission to them. All right, we'll be back in a week. It's, spo- it's supposed to just be like how we were supposed to be last time. Here, you know, Scott. I like how we were supposed to. Anyway, this one should be pretty easy. Shikamaru was now skeptical of whenever anybody said things should would be easy now. Because nothing was ever easy, at least by his standards. So then, what are we doing? It's just another simple tr- little transport job. Nothing out of your scope. To be able to handle, Asuma said, motioning for them to follow him. Let's go get what we're supposed to be taking. Naruto and Ino were all positioned in front of a large cart hauling hundreds of pounds of lumber. All three Genin were pulling the materials down the path where they were going. Naruto grunted in exertion before speaking. Where is this farm? Asuma walked alongside the cart, keeping watch for any signs of someone looking to boost their hardware for a quick buck. Letting his eyes drift towards his getting team every few moments. You guys holding up okay? Do you need a break? Yeah, Shikamaru said immediately, getting a glare from both Naruto and Ino, who weren't about to be stuck doing this for a few more extra hours because one of them was lazy. The sooner this ended for them, the better. No, Naruto and Ino said simultaneously, even though in all honesty, she could have used one after pushing the cart for several hours. Ino wasn't going to... Stop first, but looking over at Naruto, the other, other than the act of actually forcing the cart to move, which at this point was basically them using their momentum, Naruto didn't seem phased at all by the rather hard physical labor. He was always like that. And the other day, when Ino took over his cloned body, well, she never felt so much chakra in her life any entire life. Inside his body, there was so much energy she couldn't even stand still, which is why she kept looking 
over the body spastically. She had to, she was about to take off into a run or do something until Naruto asked her to go back to her own body. That was the thing about it. That shadow clone required him to split his chakra evenly between the clones he made, which means that the single clone he made had half his chakra, which meant that all the energy she felt wasn't even all of it. She couldn't even imagine how Naruto felt all of the time, if that were the case. No wonder he thought he could have kept training after they were dismissed for the day. Naruto chuckled as he continued to keep the cart from moving forward alongside his teammates. Come on, Shikamaru. It's just a big bit of walking. We're not. We're just dragging stuff while we're doing it. Shikamaru rolled his eyes. Do you not feel the 400 pounds we're dragging behind us? Oh, who is he kidding? With all three of them pulling it at the same time, of course Naruto didn't feel it. Both he and Ino could carry at least a good 100 pounds all on their own each. Naruto was at least twice as strong as they were. Not to mention the fact that he had more energy than Konoha's power substations on his worst day. Where the hell did he get so much energy? It was always that way, even back at school. Naruto was never seen training to get his stamina up above anybody else's, but he was able to purely outlast everybody during the physical exercises that they did to condition the students for the things they would do at Shinobi. Naruto was giving him a headache, making him think about all this stuff. But since all they were doing was hauling a cart, he had plenty of time to think. It's good for you, Asuma said, about them dragging the car. When was the last time you all did anything physical like this anyway? Just think of how good the trip will feel back without the cart. That will make you feel better. And that being said, the only sound coming from the immediate area was the sound of the cart's wooden wheels bumping along the road. After a few minutes, Naruto sighed and spoke again, filling the silence of the ordinary C-rank mission. Seriously, Asuma, where's the farm? Konohagakure no Sato, Hokage Tower. Hiruzen looked over at the correspondence mission from the message he had sent to Kusugakure. It was much the same as the response had been receiving from the other villages. The idea of carrying out the tuning exams in Konoha this year did not appeal to any of the other villages. There is no location all that the villages could all agree upon. None of the five major villages felt like going to any of the others this year just to allow the, their getting to compete. The old man furrowed his brow as he tried thinking of a solution. As the location had to be finalized within the next month or so, or else this time around it wouldn't be happening at least for another month that would need preparation. This won't do. All this back and forth over the matter won't solve anything. What is needed is a neutral site for the exams to take place this time around, a place that none of the other villages can complain about, and joint proctors from each can be provided from each village, a place that won't tolerate anything other than complete impartiality over the issue. This might solve another problem of accused bias from hosting villages that inevitably came through year after year. And in all honesty, quite a bit of it was well-founded. Even if it hadn't been attended, there was never really a level playing field. Whenever coded messages were used that needed to be deciphered, it was always a code that the host village was already well-versed in. Battlefields were well-used were well suited for being used by the hosting competitors getting due to how they trained for the duration of their careers. There were a myriad of ways each time bias was founded. And sometimes the getting passing the exam and getting promoted wound up being because the village they were in to take the exam in the first place. It wasn't a perfect solution. It was better than arguing back and forth, wasting valuable time that could have been better served to set things up. Now, even if the proposition was accepted, it would still need to be cleared with the third party, the country that would host, be the host of the exam. If everything fell into place as it should, then the plans could be finalized in a matter of two weeks. 
leaving six to eight weeks for everyone thing else to come together. Plenty of time. Hirzen smiled triumphantly. Uh, it would go through as no one had any real reason for things to not proceed as he would suggest. After all, there was no more of a neutral nation around than the land of iron. With this fact in his head, Hirzen began writing out a reply to continue correspondence proposal to all the villages. It would potentially be sending teams with things they were the way they were now. This had the potential to be the largest tuning exams that had ever been put together. A letter needed to be put out to all the villages. This could be seen a major event seen worldwide, a boon to each of the participating villages' economy, and then some. A true joint meeting of the best of the best from the future shinobi of the elemental nations. With Team 10, within the land of fire, it had been a day travel as the getting of their journey since they continued towards their destination. Even though Naruto's clockwork cry of where is this farm was starting to grate on more than a few nerves, Ino and Shikamaru had to agree with him in wondering where the hell this farm was. And their moods didn't improve in the slightest when they found the farm that they were meant to bring the lumber to was positioned in the middle of a rather plentiful forest. It was like a slap across the face to the three kids hauling the materials, especially Shikamaru who actually deemed it necessary to exert himself dragging that crap all over for an entire day where is this farm damn it naruto growled for what seems like the thousandth time in the span of their mission asuma stayed still stayed supervising the trio getting as they dropped the cart along the forest road it's close just keep going if you look hard enough you should be able to see it through the trees it's more of a ranch naruto naruto mumbled as he kept on working this was like a d-rank mission except they actually had to travel a ways outside the village Farm, ranch, whatever. I can't see anything, Asuma. I can't even get anything with chakra echolocation. All I get are trees. These woods are pretty thick. Which brings us to part two of our mission, Asuma said as he pulled the scroll dictating their mission parameters. After we deliver the lumber we've been hired to transport, we are to stay back and protect the livestock and other animals until they can put the fences up that they need to build. That should take a few days. Shikamaru sighed in relief. That sounded good to him. Just watching animals for a few days and nothing else sounded pretty laid back to him. Thank goodness the harder part was about to end. And just as Asuma said that, it didn't take much longer for them to finish making their way through the forest to find themselves in a clear-cut area, rather large, with a good, pretty good-sized house in the middle of the property near a farmhouse. Near the farmhouse were tons of penned animals, cattle, a lot of cattle. The team finished pulling the cart up to the front of the farmhouse as a young-looking black-haired man in a plain brown shirt and tame pants walked out, overlooking the getting, bringing things to a stop. As soon as they stopped pulling the cart, Shikamaru walked out a few feet and fell directly onto the ground, staring up at the sky from his back. Finally done. The man they had brought the materials to chuckled as he walked towards them. Well, you Kona ninja sure work fast. I wasn't expecting y'all to be here at least until this evening. You got here bright and early this morning. Asuma grinned at his team. Ino was leaning against the cart, tired from dragging the thing for over a day. And Naruto, who yawned as if that was just his warm-up for the day. And he was still waking up. Well, there's no reason to go slower if we can keep a faster pace, right? It's not that it wasn't that far out from Konoha. Man rubbed the back of his head. Yeah, but I don't have any workers here except for me and my little cousins. And they would have been all kinds of useless when it came to dragging that stuff. Even though they're as old as your team here. He extended his hand to Asuma. By the way, Shinobi, 
My name is Kojima Katashi. It's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise, Asuma said, grabbing his hand and shaking heartily. I'm Saratobi Asuma. These are my getting. The boy on the ground's Narashikamaru. The girl's Yamanaka Ino. And the blonde kid is Uzumaki Naruto. Who's outside? A youthful male voice called out behind. Called out from inside the house. His footsteps sounded towards the front door. And these are my cousins I've been talking about, Katashi said, gesturing minutely towards the door. The first person outside was a boy around the kid's age with black hair and a straw hat on his head. He wore blue jeans and a dust-colored shirt that had the look of a poncho. This is Shigeru. He looked towards the male younger cousin. Where's your sister? It's about time to start for the day. She's inside. Do you think she'd actually be out here or somewhere else? Shigeru said as he walked down the stairs porch looking at the new arrest. Who the hell are they? His eyes stopped at Ino, who wasn't paying the least bit of attention to him beyond seeing who asked about them. Hashi pointed at the Konoha ninja with a smile. These are the shinobi I hired to bring the lumber up here and watch over the cattle until the fence is built. Since you and Kiyomi fought so hard not to drag the stuff last of the stuff that I had to buy back here, he said, finished chidingly. That was seriously a long trip back here, Shigeru complained. And do you want us to drag all that stuff all the way? What are we, the cattle we keep? Oi, Naruto and Ino replied indignantly, being compared to cattle. Shigeru didn't respond, because he's busy catching up on sleep he'd missed that morning, right on the ground. Who's cattle? Shigeru waved his hands in front of his head as he hurriedly made his way over the I didn't mean you, of course. No way, I was just trying to... Why is he trying to apologize just to her? Naruto said to himself. He insulted all three of us, right, Shikamaru? He looked over at Shikamaru. He's on his back, eyes closed again. Don't, if you don't stop acting like you're asleep, I'm going to draw on your face again. Shikamaru immediately sat up with a groan. Damn you, Naruto. Can a guy take a break? He, his response was a fleet kick to the side from the blonde. Bastard. Yes, I'm a bastard. Naruto said, shrugging his shoulders and kicking Shikamaru playfully three more times. Or have you met my father? Tashi turned towards the house. Kiyomi, get out here already. I let you two sleep late today because the supplies were still getting here. I'm coming, a girl voice said. From inside, rapid footsteps made outside. The girl had black hair like Shigeru, and Katashi appeared on the front steps, only hers had been done in twin braids down her jacket. She wore jean shorts that came to her thighs, a white shirt over a jean vest that to go along with white boots and gloves. Is it time for work already? She said, blocking a yawn from coming forth. You got it. Katashi said, meet the group of ninja that will be keeping watch over the cattle until everything is done. The leader, Asuma, getting under his command, Ino, Shikamaru, and Naruto. Shigeru grinned at Ino lecherously. So your name's Ino. It's fitting for someone as pretty as you. Yeah, I guess, she said with a sigh. It didn't really... It, re- it di- really didn't as far as she was concerned. She could tell this was going to be a long few days. Naruto grabbed Shikamaru by the back of his vest and yanked to his feet. Say hi, Shikamaru. Can you even do that? Whatever, he muttered. He, before stepping back, as he found the girl Kiyomi dangerously close to him. Um, can I help you? Kiyomi had a light blush on her face as she studied Shikamaru. Do you really help us out for a few days? Shikamaru looked over at Naruto, who gave him a look saying he was just as lost as he was. So, what can you tell me about yourself? Like, what do you like? Who cares, Shikamaru thought. Shikamaru thought as he took a few steps back. Nothing. I don't like doing anything. He said. Kiyomi frowned when Naruto spoke up. He's seriously telling the truth. He doesn't like doing anything. 
He then recoiled slightly when he felt the girl's glare on him. I wasn't asking you, she growled, before changing back to a sweet tone and looking at Shikamaru. I was asking Shikamaru here. Naruto felt rather offended how he'd been treated not even five minutes into meeting these people. And then finally noticed Shigeru hitting on Ino as she steadily ignored him and tried blowing him off. With a sigh, he walked over to Asuma and Katashi shaking his head. This is going to be a long damn goddamn mission, isn't it? Sorry about that, Katashi said to the short blonde boy. My aunt and uncle gave me the money to buy this land and cow to start my business on the condition that I take my little cousins and show them the concept of hard work. It doesn't really work since they're both kind of brats, Naruto suggested, turning to see his two unfortunate scenemates and the two siblings that had apparently found love at first sight. Osmo palmed his face at Naruto's choice of words. What? We were all thinking it. I just said it out loud. Katashi crossed his arms over his chest. Well, he's not really far off with it, to be honest. But today they're going to be working their tails off because we have all the lumber I sent out for me at building the property gate around the farm. Naruto looked at Asuma, who knew what Naruto was going to ask. No, he didn't pay for you guys to build the fence as well. He just paid for us to transport the materials and guard the cattle until everything was all up. Hearing that, Naruto's eyes lit up. So other than watching cattle, we don't have to do anything else? If all he was going to do was babysit some stupid cows for a few hours, in return, he could do whatever he wanted then. Maybe he could get some training. That's right, Asuma said, before he found Nar that Naruto had darted away to the pen holding the cattle, shouting that he had first wash shift at Tavo's lungs, speeding past his teammates. Wow, Katasha said, as he could see the dust that Naruto had kicked up from writing the pen. Good little work ethic in that one. He scratched his head and called his cousin, Shigeru, Kiyomi, help the Naruto kid get the cattle out of the graze and graze around the area. Then you can help me with work putting up the prints around the property. His younger family members jolted to attention and ran off to do as instructed. Asuma called his Genin over and gave them a rundown of things. Naruto's watching the cattle while they graze. It'll either be one or the other's job that, after that this afternoon and early this evening. Any questions? You know, and Shikamaru shook their head to show they didn't have any. Until then, you two can do whatever you want. Just be ready for your shift. You can decide who gets that one. Shikamaru waved and went off to his quiet spot. What was that, Asuma? Did you say go ahead and find a quiet spot to catch some Z's, Shikamaru? Arata will find you and kick you awake when it's your turn. I'm way ahead of you. I'm way ahead of you. Ina watched her lazier teammate leave and turned her attention back to her sensei. Well, I'm waiting for something to do. I think I should test out the poison I made on myself. Osmo went wide at her. You made poison? He then picked it up the second half of what she was saying. You're going to test you on yourself. What the hell's wrong with you? You're on a mission. This is no time to build up an immunity or something. Ina laughed slightly. It's weak, numbing poison, Osmo sensei. I couldn't use, I wouldn't use anything worse than that. I can't even make the good stuff yet. She then scowled. Maybe I should use the hallucinogen. It make, it, it would really make dealing with that she, punk Shigeru more amusing later. Asuma weighed the benefits of Ina walking around a shift, either physically numb or mentally out of it, and figured the latter was more dangerous for everyone else. Why don't you give this, save the second one until you get back home? He didn't want her to go potentially berserk because she's building an immunity or something. You can use the first one if you're sure that it will wear off by the time you have to go on watch. You know, not abruptly. I'm not sure how long it takes to wear off since I don't know for sure, but it won't last any longer than a few hours, I'm sure. Maybe a day. Second thought, if you know was out of commission for a bit, then Shikamaru would ha might have to do actual work. Do you have an antidote? Do you have an antidote? 
Ina pulled it out of her supply pouch, presented it to him. And you might as well do it now, he shoot her off. A slacker with a genius IQ to know I desire to actually use it. A loudmouth that can steal your body and then poison it. And the single most impulsive Genin in Konoha. Ladies and gentlemen, let me present to you Team 10, he said, starting a slow clap for the benefit of no one. Tashi sweat dropped and gave him travel. Are they really that bad? Right on coup. Woohoo! Naruto yelled, waving a machete around wildly as he chased a herd of cattle out into the open fields with a bunch of his shadow clones. I've been drinking green tea all morning, and I pray to God that every goddamn Sunday you're gonna get bring out the demons in me. Yeah, bitch, yeah. Asuma didn't even visibly respond, having become more or less accustomed to it by now. On the other hand, Kakashi was staring at Naruto and his clones in Naruto. Naruto! Naruto, don't you injure any of those cattle with that damn thing. That's money you're scaring the hell out of, he yelled. Asuma yelled before placing a cigarette in his mouth, his own mouth and lighting it. I know, he yelled. At his sensei turning a mannequin cow. I want some steak in my next meal, damn it. That's a guy Yet in my ramen. Turning back to Katashi. Asuma offered him a cigarette only for the man to robotically shake his head as he saw his cousins walk in after the effort of keeping pace with Naruto. I wonder how well he can use that damn thing. He never asked me about it, he amused himself mostly. As she waves his arm frantically to the husbands, get the horses. Don't try to follow them on a foot, you guys. That ninja kid's way faster than you. Don't let them run free like that. Anime tears start shooting down his face. Why is good help so hard to find? Asuma blew out a plume of smoke, patted on the back. First of all, you aren't paying for it. Cheer up. It's not that bad. Hours later. Naruto stood by the grazing cattle with a leaf in his hand while trying, to, while the sounds of stakes being hammered into the ground rang out. While Katashi would dig holes and pull the poles for the poles Shigeru would set them in and hammer them in, Kami would place the fence portions while they were working. Why isn't the ninja boy here helping us? He's about as useful as a poop-flavored lollipop. Because we didn't pay him to, so this isn't his job, Katashi said as his shovel kept forming holes around the fence post. All he's doing is make sure the cattle don't wander off as they graze and get while they graze and get hurt. Those clone things of his are doing a great job of that. If he wants to stare at a leaf, he can do that. Archie got a tick mark on his head. But they weren't shinobi. How could they how no, they know he was training? All he had to do was focus on his training, sweat the leaf sharper and thinner, and get his chakra the way it needed to be. He was gonna get this down in no time. He just knew it. Shigeru then commented again. I wish his teammate was here, the hot one, Eno. Naruto rolled his eyes, trying to ignore him. Did you see her playing hard to get? I wish my Shikamaru was here, Kiyomi added in a dreamly attitude. His attitude was so hot, he acts so detached, but I know he's a softy. He, I know he'd help us without any questions. Naruto's eyes twitch. I'm not getting paid for this, and I don't like any of you enough to help. Maybe except for Katashi. He's all right. Besides, if the girl thought Shikamaru would lift a, he, a finger to help her out, she obviously didn't know a damn thing about the guy. She's probably one of those girls that went... When Gaga over Sasuke back in Konoha, she ever thought Shikamaru's attitude was cool. All right, focus on the job, you guys, Katashi said, moving on to digging another hole. His face, his pace far outworking the others by this time. The faster we work, the sooner we'll finish up. As long as this fence isn't up, the cattle can wander off easily in the middle of grazing. And from there, who knows what can happen to them. Kiyomi shook her head as she went to grab some more lumber. I don't see why you decided to do this with your life, Katashi. Our parents would have kept supporting you. I really saw why you wanted to raise cattle like this. Katashi frowned. Because I want to make my own way in the world, not ride all my family's coattails. How can I mooch when your parents have done so much for me 
already after my own death. I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to pay them back for everything they've done to me. you got to learn how to do things for yourself once in a while. I still don't get it, Shigeru whispered to his sister. He doesn't have to do this. It seems really useless for me. He's doing it for himself, Naruto said to both of them, surprising them that he'd been listening. He's trying to prove that he's his own person and that people can rely on him. I know where he's coming from on that. As they were thought about what both Naruto and Kakashi had said, Shikamaru came up and tapped Naruto on the shoulder. Hey, your shift is over. I'm taking the late afternoon and early evening shift. Naruto looked at Shikamaru and tilted his head. Really? Did you actually take a shift? Did Ino threaten you? He questioned. Shikamaru frowned. Hardly. Is it really all that unbelievable that I came here on my own? Naruto gave him a deadpan look and returned. Okay, Ino can barely move because she's building up an immunity to something. It's not close enough to being fatal, but she has terrible mobility and wouldn't do anything good trying to herd these cattle back into the pen. Arto grinned and patted Shikamaru on the shoulder. Well then, in that case, have fun looking after the cows. You saw them all on the way here. I'm just going to dispel my clones because I'm training and I need all, the, the all of that chakra. I was skipped away. He was happy to leave the area. Shikamaru! She, he only shouted at him, waving happily. Would you mind helping us out with this? Yeah, I would, he said, turning back around to watch the Calgary's. This wouldn't actually be bad until it was time to put them back in their pen. Watching these cattle would be right up the alley, he thought, as he thought to himself, and sat down on the grass to watch. He had a lot of things to ponder about anyway, like Naruto. After months of being on the same team with him, he... Had yet to figure out what exactly made Naruto tick. The kid was a mystery, and there was no clues in his reach. He's so cool, Kiyomi said, getting his attention. So calm and aloof. I wonder what he's thinking. Shikamaru heard her say. A hidden location. Land of fire. Do you know how much money all the, that that guy's cattle bring us? The man said before cackling maniacally. He's just a baby rancher. The guy doesn't even have the heart to brand any of those things. If he's the guy running the place, then... Taking those stupid things will be like taking candy from a screaming brat. Another more gruff voice spoke. Be quiet, Kel. Don't think about the money we get until we take the livestock. And then once we sold them off, you can think about it again. Mo, you're so boring, Manab You're so boring, Manabu. The Catherine voice of Kai said again. Can't you got let a guy fantasize about living large for a moment, you big stick in a brother? Now, now, brothers, a, three, a third calm, authoritative voice said, getting the other two to pay attention. It won't matter what happened tonight after, because Kate's daydream will be real. This little ranch hand and his brat won't dare raise a hand against the Unikawa brothers. Sh yes, Satoshi. Sure thing, both Kay and Manabu said, respectively. Satoshi trucked, chuckled softly. Now, my dear little brothers, prepare for tonight. We're on the, we move on that little ranch then. That night, Kojima Ranch. Stop messing with that leaf, Naruto, Ino said. In a rather strained voice, as she slowly stood up from the kitchen table instead of Kata inside of Katashi's house. Naruto was sitting down across from her, staring at the leaf like the world ended. You've been trying to cut it all afternoon since you came back in. Naruto looked up from the leaf at the blonde girl sitting across from her. Well, you've been sitting there doing there all day doing nothing. Ino's eye twitched as the feelings started coming back to her body quicker. I used more poison than I thought. You should have known that when you sat there and tickled me for 10 minutes, when you first walked in, you bastard. And there had been nothing 
that she could do since Ian the only ones were in the house yelling for Osma wouldn't have done any good so extra smirk came over her face after thinking about it for a moment did you like touching my body like that Naruto Naruto's face searching you're wearing bandages under your clothes I didn't touch anything he muttered turning away from her Eno batted her eyes at him to tease him further that's no excuse, you liar. If you couldn't feel anything, then you wouldn't have done it for so long. Even when you do stuff like that, you're so gentle with me. It's sweet how you take care of your Eno-chan. I always knew you'd be the more responsible one to put in charge of my body. Tickle her when she couldn't fight back, would he? It's a good thing that no matter what, she could always push his buttons like this. Stop saying stuff like that, damn it, Naruto said, pulling his bandana over his face to cover his red cheeks. It's not fair. I can't do this stuff kind of stuff with you. Eno sauntered over to him as he had his back turned, draped herself over his back and the back of, the, of his chair. Why? What's wrong with touching me? I thought I was just your long-lost little sister, aren't I? She then lowered her voice to a whisper as she pulled his bandana back down his neck. You've never done anything naughty with my body while I wasn't in there, have you, Goldie? Naruto was about to yell at her, but found that he couldn't muster the voice to do it. Just the tone in Eno's voice made him shiver his opinion she had just she just had to find a way to make use of that in fighting although maybe he was the only person that would work on i'm not hearing a no she, you know tried to further right in his ear you big perv not a perv naruto growled out his footsteps upstairs eventually led to kiyomi walking in you know slipped back into her seat almost unnoticed by naruto Lack of her pleasant scent in his sinuses was his only initial indication. The extremely satisfied look on her face due to making the very last few moments very hard for him to ignore, especially when she winked at him. Kiyomi walked in and placed her hands on her hands with a pound. Where is Shikamaru? He should have come in by now. Even Katashi came in. Naruto and Ino both frowned at her. Naruto was far more pronounced, though. Katashi had let them stop for a short rest and for a snack, and they'd never gone back outside when he did. Eno stood up from her chair and headed towards outside. He's probably bumming it somewhere else outside. I'll go find him. I need a walk anyways. I'll just stretch my legs for a bit. Go ahead. I'm, I'll just keep trying to split this. He looked at the knees in his hand and crumbled from when Eno had made him hot under the collar. God damn it, he muttered before standing out, leaving Kiyomi in the house as he went out. If you see him tell Asuma I went on a walk to get another leaf, I'll be back in like 10 or 20 minutes. Come on, you lazy jerk, where are you? Eno asked rhetorically, not really expecting any kind of answer as she walked outside. She had gone all around the pens, and she already knew Shikamaru wasn't in the house. Are you really going to make me look all over for you? He hadn't done. He hadn't been seen since he somehow got all the cattle back in their pen, though she was sure Katashi did most of the work there. As Eno walked out away from the cattle pen, replaced from the barn and ranch house out in the open field, she figured he must have taken some time after putting the animals to hang out and look at the clouds. He probably fell asleep outside or something, she thought with a humorous smile. Well, hello there, Eno. She cringed when she heard that voice. What are you doing out here all by yourself? Eno turned around and put a strained smile on her face. Hello, Shigeru. I'm just taking a little walk, stretching my legs a bit. She th said, but her thoughts were quite different. Go away. You're not nearly good looking enough to make up for the fact that you're a brat and have a shitty attitude. 
Shigeru walked around with his hands in his pockets, trying to look cool. Yeah, I say to deal with that blonde kid all the time. I'd want a break when I could too. You had to spend most of the day with that guy. I could barely take four hours around him. Ino got a mock tick mark on her head as she heard him talking about who she knew to be Naruto. The guy's so weird. I can't even believe he's a ninja. He's shorter than me, he said with a small laugh. <laughs> I don't know how someone like you could stand being around him. I can't. I can stand being around him because he's a friend. I can stand him because he makes being f on this team fun. He's, he's things were more important than him. Naruto's four times the man you'll ever be. You stupid punk, shorter than you or not. It's not by that much. We're not old enough for it to matter. You know, thought to herself. She held her teeth tight. Shigeru obviously couldn't sense Ino's disdain for him. Why don't you spend time with me? You shouldn't be by, all by yourself, even if I could understand why you'd want to be. Ino's brow furrowed. Didn't this guy get it yet? She, if she had given a damn or had shown the least bit of interest in the church, she would have said something hours ago. Look, I'm really busy right now. I can't socialize. I'm on a mission. Hey, now wait a damn minute, Shigeru said forcefully, reaching out to grab hold of Ino's arm. You should listen to me. I can... Laying a hand on her was Meg's. When fighting Naruto, she was outclassed. But that was Naruto. And she'd pay money to see any go getting go head-to-head -head with someone Naruto and see how they did. Shigeru wasn't Naruto. He wasn't even close to being as strong. His grip was like being trapped in a cobweb around his. Without even registering what happened, Shigeru found himself face-first in the dirt. With a mouthful of grasses, Ino had a knee on his back and his arm bent behind him. Don't touch me, you toad. I don't appreciate you trying to cut down my teammate. I don't want you hitting on me. Go back to the house before you get yourself hurt and stop thinking there's a thing that, that with that thing between your legs. We're 12, you idiot, she said as she let go of him and walked away. She almost snapped his arm like a kid. What the fuck was he thinking? Let, trying to lay a single hand on her. Shigeru sat up, spitting out the soil he'd taken a big bite of. What's your problem, you bitch? I'm going to... His mouth... He shut his mouth when Akira and I deposit itself in the space between his legs on the ground. Please go back to the damn house and leave me alone, she, you know, said to him in a sickly sweet voice that actually put a chill down his spine. She had her back turned to him, although she can't walk forward another step. Now. She didn't turn around to see, but she could hear him clamber to his feet and run away from her at full speed. When she was sure he'd gotten far enough away, she left outside and brushed a bang out her face. Okay, now I really need to do need to take a walk. If I see that ass asshole again when I go back to the house, I might do something I'll pay for later. She took pride in her appearance, as many Kunoichi did. But the phrase, look but don't touch, could never been more footing for another group of women than female ninja. What exactly was Shigeru's grand plan? Hope she didn't tell anyone after he tried to force himself on her. Even if she hadn't been able to defend herself, there was the fact that after he'd gotten away with taking advantage of her, Naruto, Asuma, and Shikamaru would have ripped his innards out with their bare hands. They were being paid to protect the cattle, not the punk kid that was supposed to work on the ranch. Ino stopped walking, stewing in anger when she heard a squish from under her feet. Ino stopped walking, stewing in anger when she heard a squish under one of her feet. She looked down and paled when she saw what she'd stepped in. Something dark brown she hadn't seen due to being dark out. Ew, that better not be what I think it is. Stupid branch. She lifted her foot, only to find it stuck fast to the ground. What the? It was at this point she began to hear cackling. Who's there? Well, I was hoping, I was hoping to get one of those rancher brats to take as a hostage to make sure we get away clean, or at least use my jutsu to slow down any pursuit attempts. Looks like I got something way prettier. A man said as he walked over to Eno with his hands in his pockets. He had long, spiky brown hair and traveled down his back.
and all the way to his knees. He seemed hunched over somewhat. He wore no shirt, loose brown pants with black sandals. Who the hell are you? You know, asked him, trying to buy time as he was still trying to pull her foot free from whatever was stuck in it. Maybe she could get some time to shimmy her foot out of her sandal. The man stopped and grinned maniacally before bowing in a grand gesture. Where are my manners? Before breaking into a wild laughter. <laughs> my name is Unikawa K, Rogue Ninja, and all around friendly guy at your service. You know, narrowed his eyes. Another Nukenin. She opened her mouth to keep talking to him. What do you want? Why did you want to take me hostage? Kay cackled. Well, me and my older brothers were looking to liberate these lovely cattle from this upstart wannabe rancher punk, you know? Get him with someone that properly deserves the profit they knit. Like us. <laughs> You're a thief, you know, accused. Still trying to subtly work her foot free. Thief, bandit, crook, outlaw. I personally become... I personally prefer being called a desperado, quite personally. Hey, said as he held back his laughter. I swear, you and your brother steal a few kinjutsu from your village, and suddenly it gets hard making a living. Though I guess people trying to kill you would do that, he said. His hands from his pocket to reveal a claw weapon. That's on his right hand. Now it's time to come with me and all the livestock my brother's made away with, my dear. Yeah, I'll do that, Eno said before she finally worked her foot free from the substance that she caught me. She drew a kunai. Not, ooh, feisty, Kai said. But he, he said as he jumped back to stay away from Ina, do you think I anticipated someone walking in that exact spot only? Keep your eyes open, girly. Ina looked down and she saw she was about to take a step in another pile of whatever she had stepped in the first time and stopped abruptly. Kai smirked, took the advantage of the misstep, kick, driving a hard kick in her body, sending her flying across the ground. Oops, I guess you should have been looking at me after all. Sorry. Ino attempted to get back up, only to find herself stuck to the ground, her forearm that held her kunai. What now? Kay laughed loudly when he saw her stuck again. My stolen jutsu, skillful sticky splatter. I can form a material inside my body and use it to set traps and hold my enemies down, or whatever I want. It's like rubber cement. You won't break it by just pulling at it. The way she was trapped, her kunai was stuck as well, and she couldn't even try to cut herself free. You know, slipped her trapped arm out of her armor. Okay, this isn't good. I'm far away from the house. There's got to be some way to tell my team that I'm here. In the meantime, he's so much faster than me. I have to slow him down somehow, she thought as Kai ran towards her. Kai had his claw drawn, ready to strike. I'll cut out a few chunks of that body of yours. It won't long as long as you're alive to be a hostage for us. You know, would often hide her evasiveness in spars. But the fact she had no business... But the fact was that she had no business in a taijutsu battle. And now, instead of having to deal with fish, she was in contest against a claw. No, thank you. She didn't want any part of that. You know, was now disarmed. And that had to be to find a new way to fend off the strikes from a berserk Kai who took a whiff of air, grew more depraved, who took a whiff of the air and grew more depraved looking than before. A blonde from Konoha by the looks of the thing around your waist. I could smell... You smell heavily of flowers of all kinds seem to be mixing together. You wouldn't have to be a Yamanaka by ch any chance, would you? Why would you care? That's great, he shouted, licking his lips. A big time Konoha clan like that would probably have tons of money for you to pay for you if we could catch you. Even if I killed you, we could probably we could sell your corpse to some other villages for big bucks. Hey, another hill and village would probably pay more if we left you alive. Those clan secrets of yours and all. Ino took a step back as her body started to shake. 
as if he's having a small seizure. Okay, then no more holding back on you, sweetie. Here's the scatter shot. Skillful, sticky splatter. Hino watched as Kai jumped in the air and spin, spin rapidly as he began shooting brown globs out of his mouth at a fast pace all over the ground. The ground was littered with those brown stains from the jutsu. After all was said and done, even Eno had taken a few direct hits with the stuff. So gross, she said to herself as she had been trying to wipe it off her clothes lest she wind up sticking her hands to them. Kay then landed directly on the ground, grinning madly at her. The bastard can't even catch himself in his own stuff. That's so unfair. Not only did Eno have to watch her own step, lest she get caught again, her opponent didn't have the same issue. He was already faster than her to begin with. Eno dodged a few more swipes until another splat noise told her she caught her bare foot in the substance. Keeping her eyes held on the entire field and her enemy at the same time would be a very, it was a very tough thing to do. Gotcha, Kai lunged at her with a stab with his claw, intending to go right through her. Eno slid back on her free foot with her other one stuck. She placed herself in a split, dodging the stab with claws and saw an opening. She couldn't pass up. She cocked her right hand and let it go as hard as she could, right into Kay's proverbial twig and berries. Kay let out a breathless gasp and backed away, holding his goods with a look of horror on his face. Eno smirked. getting a momentary reprieve, but that wouldn't keep any ninja worth a damn down for any good length of time, and her leg was still stuck. She appeared, she reached for the supply pouch she kept on the back of her hip and felt around for a kunai, trying to cut herself free with while she had the chance. You little bitch, Kai growled as he stopped dry heaving over his testicular damage. I'll ransom you back to Konoha in pieces. 10,000 for a finger, 50,000 for a limb. A hundred thousand for out your head, he yelled as he ran towards her, swinging his claw wildly in rage. Come on, Eno's hands fumbled with her pouch as she, before she grabbed a Hina. Eno! Two masculine voices yelled out as the loud clang of metal rang out in front of her. Eno blinked to see the slight of a, sight of an orange short-sleeved jacket, the back of which had a swirl emblem set in her vision. As she focused on what had been her moments before death tunnel vision, back into a wide scope, she saw Naruto standing in front of her, protecting her from Kay's claw. Are you all right? He, she heard him ask. Yeah, I'm fine, Eno replied, grateful for the timely intervention. How did you know I was here? Flashback, just after Eno and Shigeru's encounter. In his search for another leaf to cut, Naruto had run into Asuma, and both had decided to walk back to the house with Asuma enjoying the quiet night with a calming smile. Asuma at first had thought that Naruto had cut the leaf and was about to show him his amazement when Naruto told him that hadn't been the case. When grilled on what exactly happened to the leaf, Naruto kept on the matter. As they both came back, they saw Shigeru standing outside holding his arm, yelling somewhat at Katashi. That Konoha girl tried to break my arm. Well, what did you do to her? They heard a lazy voice call out at the barn door, open to reveal a seemingly well-rested Shikamaru with some straw in his hair as he picked out. That he picked out. Ino's troublesome. But she knows better than to just beat people up. What did you do? Shigeru glared at Shikamaru, only to get right back to what made him that made him back down quickly. He turned to find Asuma and Naruto staring coldly at him as well. When he was about to complain about it to Katashi, he saw the man sitting on the front step of the house, giving him a stern gaze. So what did you do? You lie to me, and I swear to God, I'll work you into a puddle for the rest of your stay here. Feeling the triangle of pressure from every male at the ranch at the moment, Shigeru tried to find tried to word his way out of trouble. All I was trying to do was show her a good time. You know what? It gets boring out here. 
That wording didn't fool Katashi in the least as he angrily stood. You what? Don't try to spruce it up. You try to force yourself on you, didn't you? What the fuck's wrong with you? You're 12. In a flash, Shigeru found himself on the ground, bleeding from the mouth from a punch from Naruto's Asuma didn't even attempt to hold him back. You son of a bitch. Before that, Asuma could... Naruto could step for him again. Asuma grabbed hold of him this time, turned him around. Go find Eno, all right? I'll take care of this. He turned towards Shikamaru, who's glaring down Shigeru with his fist shaking. Shikamaru, go with him. Cool off. That's an order. Shikamaru looked up at his sensei nod as he and Naruto walked away. Neither of them were taking their eyes off of Shigeru until they were 30 yards away. Shigeru wiped the blood from his lip and worked his jaw in case Naruto had fractured or something. Standing back up. Before he could even try and walk away, Kakashi turned him around abruptly and punched him in the face himself, laying him out on the ground. Kakashi cracked his knuckles and glared down at the board. Sorry about all this, Asuma. Apparently, I need to work some goddamn conduct into him, too, before I send it back to his parents. Kiyomi walked outside and saw Shigeru on the ground. What happened? Your brother tried to force himself on a girl, Kakashi said without the least bit of reward. You guys have been wasting my time for the last month since I got you out here. Tomorrow, you're going to learn the value of work the hard way, but you'll be getting it far easier than Shigeru, so just be ready. Hearing how serious and angry Katashi's voice says, all Kiyomi could do is not. Good, now get back inside and get ready to eat. The food should be ready now. Meanwhile, Shikamaru and Naruto stomped off to look for Eno as the genius licked over his blonde cry. So, I take it you're more pissed off at me than I than me right now somehow damn right naruto growled trying to mess with Eno is like and then trying to pin it on her if anything's gonna make my teammate cranky and psychotic it's gonna be me end of flashback naruto struggled against casey answered her ian asma since he shut up around just in time to find shigeru bastard complaining about how you put him face first in the dirt i went looking for you and found shikamaru and who heard what happened too and when I tried sensing you, I felt someone else with you fighting you. The cattle are gone, Eno said as she tried in vain to pull her, her leg up. We know. A clone already went to tell Asuma Sensei and Katashi. His attention was fully on Kay, whose stab attempt he had blocked by holding his machete against the up, holding the weapon in place between the claws. This guy probably stole them, didn't he? Got in one, run. Kay taunted as he tried to push down, drive his claws into Naruto. The cattle belong to me and my brothers now. So why don't you just give up? I got a better idea. Another voice rang out through Kay's ears as he felt himself go rigid and unable to move. Shadow possession jutsu complete. How'd you sneak up on me? Kay asked, unable to turn his head, but he could feel Shikamaru's presence behind him. I walked, Shikamaru admitted. You always notice whenever someone tries to sneak up on you, but you never see it someone when someone just walks past you normally. Naruto already had Eno covered. There wasn't a rush. Now that you said now you said something about the cattle missing. Kay cackled. It's too late now. With my brother's abilities, they've gotten the animals far away from here by now. I'll never tell you anything. That was always gonna be it was always gonna be the death for us. We're missing it. Nothing you do is gonna get me to sell my own blood. My only allegiance is to Satoshi. Shikamaru rubbed the bag of his head. Man, you're gonna make this hard. We're gonna find them anyways, unless they're hurting them through thick woods there's only one way they could have taken the cattle. And we have a walking sonar with us. We don't need you. And you're expendable, Naruto said to him, holding the machete to his neck close enough to draw blood. Shikamaru really didn't want to kill anyone. You know, can you read his mind? She shook her head side to side. No, that's a super advanced technique Daddy didn't let me learn yet. He says it's for people that intend to go on interrogation. I don't know it. Well, we can just wait. 
Shikamaru tried to think of how they were handled. Oh, for fuck's sake. Kate thought, stupid brats. He was caught by a bunch of Ganyan. Didn't they realize the longer they waited, the further his brothers would get? Shikamaru let out a sigh before thinking, looked at Naruto. Are you ready to go? Naruto nodded firmly in the pineapple-haired Ganyan look. Turn around right now. Ina, turn around right now. You know, did it with a with a frown on our face. Inferring your eyes from Naruto and Kay. Go ahead, Naruto. We're wasting time with this guy. Kay's eyes widened as he felt Naruto draw the machete across his throat cleanly. So the brats had the sack to go through with it after all. His body was held up by Shikamaru's jutsu, keeping control of his body as he steadily lost blood from his neck and choked on it. Eventually, he left off a death rattle, and Shikamaru let his body drop to the ground free of his jutsu. Ino kept her eyes shut until she felt Naruto grab her ankle and cut her leg free. Thank you, Naruto, she said, getting a nod from him. As Shikamaru threw her the missing sandal, he had managed to cut three free in the meantime. To date, Naruto had been the only one out of them to directly kill someone. And now that count was up to three. From the way he wiped his blade clean all about the grass and sheathed it, it was obvious that even though he clearly didn't like it, he could and would do such. They all knew how to kill. Watching a person die was way different than the small animals they had been forced to put an end to in the academy for preparation. Let's go, Shikamaru said. Once he saw Naruto finished up and continue on, they could have only taken the main road out of here with all those cattle, and we can't wait for Osman to get here, whatever he's doing. As troublesome as it is, it's up to us for now. Ino finished securing his shoe back on her foot and was ready to go. Right, she'd been saved yet again. It was time to show that she could be useful when it counted. As a member of this team, she had to better carry her own weight. Um, does this still qualify as a C-ranked mission? She asked Shikamaru absently. How to train your Genie. Tip 10. Professionalism. Ninja are not normal people. Period. The fact that no shinobi worth their salt doesn't have something about them that sets them apart from the other regular people walking down the street proves this point clearly. I'm nothing special as far as regular shinobi go. I'll say I'm one hell of a code breaker and one heck of a smart cookie. And if you ever spoke to anyone that met me, they'd say I'm extremely strange. And honestly, I'd have to agree. Eccentricity is part of the game. When you hire a shinobi that knows how to get the job they were instructed to do, the crazier the better. But on the other hand, going too far with it will not do for repeat patronage in the future to your hit, hidden village. Most experienced ninja know this. So for all of the Jonin sensei out there, please keep your genin on something of a tight leash when out about in indirect contact with your clients. Be friendly when you can, and don't be overbearing or too scary to the cities. Always work hard and complete the mission efficiently as your ethics and circumstances at hand will allow. You represent the Shinobi program in the entire village when you go out to work, and whatever you and your team wind up doing, please make sure things shine through for all of us and import in a good light. The pay we get from clients that our work like our work and choose to hire us for again. For more expensive matters, this is very important in case you weren't aware. Now go out and make us some money, dumbasses. Shiho. Jutsu list. Skillful, sticky splatter. Supplementary, hijutsu, ninjutsu. This special technique allows the user to create a sticky substance inside their body and excrete it in a manner of their choosing for a myriad of purposes. The more skillful the user the more skilled users will have multiple ways to use this jutsu, while rank amateurs will only have one or two ways to do so. Due to this fact, skill with the jutsu is very evident upon quickly entering battle against the user. Once the material is down and around, it will stay for a duration of about 13 days. It can't be cut, but it's but only the most powerful physical force can ever hope to come close to tearing it. 